I'm James Rule. Welcome to the Lonely Leader Podcast, where we help existing and aspiring leaders find clarity, build resilience, drive performance, and enhance fulfillment. Hi, I'm James Rule. Welcome to the Lonely Leader Podcast. The question today that I'd like to present to you is, have you ever experienced Sunday dread? Now, to some of you, that phenomenon might be completely alien, but to others, you'll have a sense of where I'm going. Sunday dread is that slow creep of anxiety as the weekend moves you towards the start of a new working week. Your mind starts to become full of the pressures and the challenges that the new week will present. And unfortunately, it takes away the very essence of the weekend. Rather than being fully present and engaged in the activities, connections with loved ones that a Sunday presents, you're actually starting to put one foot into the working week and it starts to disempower your mindset and the recovery that a weekend should be facilitating for you. Now, in my work, I see a lot of patterns. I have the privilege of coaching and mentoring people in a vast array of roles and sectors in countries around the world. But there are unifying themes that present themselves quite regularly. And this is certainly one of them. It's very much on the rise, in my opinion. So I just wanted to take the opportunity to share a handful of tips that I have found to be particularly impactful in helping those people that I'm working with to combat this creep of Sunday dread. The first step I would recommend is taking the time to put your thoughts down with pen and paper. There's something quite cathartic that the actual process of journaling, of committing your thoughts to paper, does and presents a, a new insight. And it's important to understand where are these feelings coming from and is there anything within your control that you can do to address them? Clarity is a really important part of tackling this process. I think secondly, whilst we're not trying to get into your inbox and start answering and sending emails for the week ahead, there is a merit in starting to prepare your to-do list for the week. The reality is your mind has already turned to work. And unless you do something to address that, you're just going to be in a holding pattern, spending most of the day with thoughts taking you back to Monday morning and what you need to get done. So to try and address that, put your to-do list together, knock together the plan that you want to implement the following day, and then in essence, close the proverbial book on it. You have a plan now, stop letting your mind wander into the working week. You'll deal with that to-do list when Monday comes around. The third thing that I would recommend is a breathing exercise. Now, I can already feel people rolling their eyes and the cynicism of some of you saying breathing exercises, that's not my thing. I'm not going to engage in that. This only takes 60 seconds. And as with every tip, tool or strategy that I share, I would encourage you to test it. And if it is of no value to you, then by all means dismiss it. But some of the biggest cynics that I have the pleasure of working with have reluctantly come back and said, Do you know, I thought that was a load of nonsense, but I've implemented it and I'm really starting to feel the benefit. And this particular technique is called box breathing. As his name suggests, a box, four-sided, there are four steps. It's as simple as taking a big inhalation for four seconds. Not a narrow breath from your chest, but a deep breath from your stomach, holding that breath for four seconds, exhaling for four seconds, holding for four seconds, and then repeating the process. Now, I was naturally cynical about this as well, and can it be so impactful? But I was prompted because it came to me from two different sources in quick succession. 
The first source, I was reading about a particular individual who had served with distinction in the Navy SEALs, and he was talking about the need to be able to control your emotions and, in terms of their world, execute aggressively but without losing control. And he talked about the power of box breathing, about something that people engage in before military exercises to control their emotions, to control those stress hormones. Not so long after reading about that, I came across a, a scientific article where it was referenced again, and the power of just 60 seconds of this technique had been proven to significantly reduce levels of stress and anxiety. So having had those two prompts, I naturally wanted to embrace it and test it myself, saw the benefits, and have ever since been recommending that to clients. And as I say, even the biggest cynics have come back and said, I feel a benefit. So I'd encourage you to test that process as well. The fourth step is a digital detox. Modern day living means we don't stray very far from our digital devices. And whilst they are phenomenal tools for efficiency and connectivity, they are also perhaps one of the most debilitating things we have at our disposal because we can, through our mobile phones, be permanently connected 24-7 to the work demands, text messages and emails associated with our professional role. And I guarantee when the Sunday dread starts to bubble up, one of the first things you do is reach for your phone, start to look at your schedule for the week ahead, what meetings are in place, who you need to see. You probably end up in your inbox starting to look at emails that you didn't finish from the previous week. So naturally, as you'd expect, I'm going to recommend a digital detox and trying to take as big a chunk of the weekend, but at the very least, a big chunk of your Sunday to say, I do not have my work phone with me for a significant period of the day. Not only is it wonderful for combating Sunday dread, it's also a phenomenal tool to ensure that you are more present with the people that you love and care about, which is another topic for another day. But again, a theme that I encounter regularly with clients that they struggle to be present. So a digital detox, start small, maybe it's just Sunday morning, build up to a Sunday, you might eventually get to the whole weekend. And last but not least, my fifth tip will be to engage in some exercise. Now, that's different for everybody. It might be a brisk walk. It might be taking the dog out. It could be riding your bike. It might be going to the gym. It could be a, a really intensive session. The principle is the same, irrespective of the intensity. It's moving your body, getting those feel-good hormones, those endorphins pumping through your system. They are a wonderful antidote to that creep of stress and anxiety that starts to bubble up if you allow it to when the Sunday dread starts to creep into your weekend. So a quick summary. Number one, journal, put your thoughts down, ask yourself what you can control, where are these coming from, which takes you nicely into preparing that to-do list, that action plan for the week, and then put that to one side. Relax yourself, try and push those stress hormones away by engaging in box breathing. Number four, a digital detox. Keep that ability to dive into the world of work at arm's length for at least a portion of your weekend. And then number five, engage in some exercise. So I hope those tips have been helpful. As ever, I welcome feedback. You might have some different tips that have worked well for you. And you can find all the ways to contact me and the Lonely Leader in the show notes below. And as we always say, please do remember that quality leadership on the outside will always start within. Thanks for listening to the Lonely Leader podcast. 
I'd be very grateful if you could share and follow if the content resonates. And if you're looking for additional free resource to support your continued growth and development, then please do check out our social media and website details in the show notes. Remember, quality leadership on the outside must always start within.